it aloud with me. Let us pray. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. up there. Mindy's like, oh my God. Did you notice I'm the only one smiling? <laughs> I got all my fam. This is my family. This is who I work with every day. I'm excited about family. And you as students, your, your roomies, your homies, you are fam People you live with for the whole year, they are your family. And that's what I'm excited about, being part of the family. I had three crisis calls this morning, one from a spiritual daughter, one from a biological child, and then I had a sister in Christ call me. They were all in crisis. And when I got through praying and doing what I needed to do, that song, we are family. We are family, and that's what God wants us to get a revelation about us being part of the kingdom of God. I don't know about you, but I'm excited about being in the family of God. The song says, I got all my sisters and me. I got all of Whitworth and me. Most of you call me Mama Bean. We are family. 
when we look in the book of Galatians, I, I didn't put any scriptures up there this morning. I'm coming. I'm shooting right from the hip. Do you mind? I'm pistol-packing mama this morning. I'm just going right for it. All right? We have been coming out of the book of Galatians. And the good news spreads from one culture to another. There's often a collision or a clash of values when it comes to culture. There can be damage to the cause of Christ and to the spiritual well-beings of believers. But Paul's letters talks to the Galatians showing that culture conflicts occur right at the start of the Christian movement. We see that from the beginning of the gospel, it was accessible only through trust in God. And from the beginning, the gospel was meant for all nations. Say all nations. So when we look at the scriptures, I'm just going to go to Galatians 3.15, and it says this in the Amplified. Dear brothers and sisters, here's an example from everyday life. Just as no one can set aside or amend an irrevocable agreement or a covenant or a promise, so it is in this case. Just suppose you make a contract with someone to pay them $100. Then about a year you decide you will pay them only $50. You go to that person and say, hmm, here's the $50 I owe you. And they look at you as if you've lost your mind. And they say, but you agreed to pay me $100. And you say, well, I changed it. And they say, oh, no, you don't. You owe me $100. And you can't break the contract. What this is saying, you made a promise to me, which is unchangeable. You confirmed with me. You promised me. And you agreed with me. In the New Testament, the word covenant refers to a solemn agreement a contract that God has made with his people. Verse 16 says this in regards to Abraham in the Amplified Bible. Now the promise, the covenant, the agreements were decreed and made to Abraham and his seed, his offspring, his heirs. He, God, does not say unto the seed descended heirs, as if referring to many persons, but unto your seed, your descendant, your heir. Obviously, he was referring to one individual, and that's who? His name is Jesus, Christ, the Messiah. Jesus is the fulfillment of the covenant. God made a covenant. He made a promise with Abraham. And in one sense, all the Jews are the physical seed of Abraham. But I got some good news for you. Christ is the final focus of God's promises, the ultimate seed. We are the spiritual seed of Abraham. That is good news. And when you have a contract, don't you know that it comes with benefits? This contract comes with some amazing benefits. Oh, I'm so glad you asked me what they are. The benefits are your healing, your wellness, your deliverance, your prosperity, your victory, and the benefit of salvation. We have been grafted into Abraham's family through Jesus, his one true offspring. We are family. I got all my family with me. 
when you look at verses 28 and 29, it says, there is now no distinction, neither Jew or Greek. There is neither slave or free. There is not male or female. For you and I are all one in Christ Jesus. Verse 29 says, and if you belong to Christ, you are in him who is the Abraham's seed. Then you are Abraham's offspring and the spiritual heirs according to the promise. You see, when I looked at those scriptures, it jumped out at me because Paul was emphasizing three major social distinctions no longer that matter to God. God is not concerned about our ethnicity anymore. Doesn't care if you're a Jew or a Greek. God is not concerned with your socioeconomic status. Not slave or free. God is not concerned with your gender, male or female. God loves us so much that he wants us to be free to share this gospel, the good news. You see, first century culture was deeply divided along these lines, and so was the church. But Paul stresses how belonging to Christ makes each of us equal with each other. We have become children of God through faith, God's faith, which puts us all in the same family. We are the family. I got all my family with me. We are no longer divided by ethnicity, social status, or gender, but we have become brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm to the point in my life I don't care about the color of your skin. I just want to know what's in your heart. Christ has made us one. So if you are in Christ and I am in Christ, then we belong to Abraham's seed and we are heirs according to We are family. I got all my family with me. As children of God, what do we inherit? Nothing less than the kingdom of God scripture that tells us that believers are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. These spiritual blessings are infinite, eternal, and reside in Christ. And by God's grace, we are given these blessings as his children. You know, as earthly children, some of us will eventually inherit our mom and daddy's money on earth after their death but in God's case all believers are already reaping the reward of our inheritance by having peace with him through the sacrifice of his son on the cross other rewards of our inheritance include the gift of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit at the moment we believe in Christ which empowers us to live for him in the present and the knowledge of our salvation is secure for all eternity. 
being part of the family of God is the greatest blessing bestowed upon believers and one that should drive us to our knees in humble adoration. We can never do anything to deserve it for what he has done for us because his gift is of love, of mercy, and of grace. And we are called to become the sons and daughters of the living God. We are family. You know, even today, a few months ago, I can still see that we are such in a divided world because of the color of our skin. There are certain walls of ethnicity that people refuse to pull down. A certain status that people refuse to pull down. Me and Mindy are preachers of the gospel and still people have a problem with us preaching as women of God. And I simply tell them that's not my issue, that's your issue. <laughs> Take it up with JC, I'm pretty sure he'll let you know. <laughs> See, I'm beyond the gender and the ethnicity and the status. Because if I cut my wrist and you cut your wrist, you're going to bleed the same color red. We are family. I got all my family with me. Are we willing to model reconciliation between difference? Even those who don't walk like you, talk like you, live in the same dorm like you? Are you willing to set aside your differences to come alongside someone to say, you may have a different way of thinking, but I still respect you. I'm still going to love you because I have the love of Christ within me. We've got to get beyond the gender, the ethnicity and the gender. Abraham was justified by grace. And now we are justified by the same grace. And that grace has a name. And his name is Jesus. Are you willing to show, not only on this campus, but in your community, wherever you go, that grace has been reciprocated and you're willing to say, hey, here I am, we are family? Are you willing to make those on this campus be a part of your family instead of your clique? I just want you to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, Oh, you can do better than that. <laughs> Neighbor, we are family. One more time. Neighbor, we are family. Now give God a hand praise. Come on, praise team.